You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 275, Scott. That's right, John. Episode 275. We're back after uh, one week. We did uh, 274 on a Tuesday. 275 is also on a Tuesday night, John. Yeah. Now, we were supposed to get together yesterday, and I texted you in the morning, John, and I said, podcast tonight? And you said, no doubt. And then later on in the day, you said, dude, yeah, it's not going to happen. No. Dude. So then I said, well, I can do tomorrow, but my wife has something going on, so we have to Skype it. And then she was incorrect. She had something going on tomorrow night, not tonight. So I'm able to be in studio, John. In studio. Nice. Isn't that great? That's great. Now, I come over. You're working on uh, some band stuff. You're yeah. mixing some band song. And then, you know, I had you set up my network again. And then... Uh, I asked you to put the basketball game on, and then uh, you just don't seem that into it, man. Then I got your slippers. Yeah, and my slippers. And, and your <laughs> pipe and your bro. You're just like, oh, yeah, really? Are we going to do this? Really? Uh, I just, I, dude, I, uh, I don't feel good, man. Then why are we doing this? Why aren't we I just like relaxing? You. I do it for you, Watching man. a movie, smoking some weed. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. It was four twenty, man. We missed it. I know. It's four twenty three. Yeah. I know, man. So what no, are we doing? It's in the morning. I feel nauseous, and then at night, like now. Oh, that reminds me. I was talking to the great Stephen C this yeah. morning, and he mentioned we talked about you, John. He mentioned he's been listening to the podcast, and he has the same issues that yeah. you're having with his gallbladder. And uh, he is a doctor, John. Um, I got to fly to London. He's done his research, and he wanted me to give you this message. Yeah. Don't think that if you get your gallbladder out, your symptoms and your pain is going to go away. I heard that, too. Uh, Because the majority of time, it does not. Isn't that great? Yeah. So... The diet. You gotta change the it diet. It is. I have, dude. You saw what I ate Friday. I did. That's right. We had lunch on yeah, Friday. I haven't drinking drinking uh, drank. <laughs> I haven't drinking a uh, a drunk uh, anything but like white wine. Mm-hmm. Uh no hard booze. Mm-hmm. No beer. Mm-hmm. Low fat, you know. It, it's just, it's just the nausea. I don't know what that the fuck it is. It's, uh, it's really driving me insane, man. It's one thing that I, you know, the pain doesn't bother me so much because it's more of a cramp, like an ache, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, every week I'm gonna sit here and whine about this, aren't I? I don't know. Are you? <laughs> maybe. Next week, maybe you'll say it's so much better this week. Well, the doctor's not in today. Well, he was supposed to be back yesterday, and I forgot to call him. Then today, I forgot again, and I went to lunch like at two thirty, and I went, "Oh shit, I gotta call him." So I called him while I was in my car, and oh, he's out. Um, he'll be back Thursday. Oh, great. Okay. So now I got a note with him because 
he wants to see me. He doesn't want me to go anywhere or until he sees me. So and see how I'm doing, which is like I'm nauseous. It's and that's what Stephen C said. He's nauseous. Uh, he said that. Um, he didn't say that, but he said that uh, the certain aches and pains that you have uh, aren't. They're not guaranteed to go away if you get your gallbladder out. Yeah. Um. So he they gave him the same option: change your diet, or uh, we can cut you open. He's like, hey, I'm changing my diet. I'll get back to you. Well, what what uh, what's his? Did he go for a HIDA scan and all that? I think he went for all that stuff. And what what were the results? Like it's it's uh, function the twenty five percent functioning or something. Same as mine. Yeah, or maybe I just heard that from you. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? My You're memory a lot is of help. For shit. I thought we were friends. <laughs> I'll be talking to him again shortly. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask him all the questions that you have. Well, let's call him now. What time is it there? Time there would be... It's like 2 in the morning. Yeah, it's 2 in the morning. He's got to be up because he's got a new baby. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be up all night anyway, right? (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Yeah. No, I had had, uh, chicken salad, a salad with chicken, grilled chicken with uh, uh, some um, craisins. And a little bit of crumble blue cheese and some balsamic vinaigrette. Um, when was know, that? Today, just now, before the show. What'd you have for, last for night? Uh, last night I had the same thing. Same thing, but you felt worse last night. Yeah. Well, I, I, felt, I felt it before I, I ate anything. Ah. I got home, I was in the driveway, and uh, I looked up out of my glasses and I... the. The car started spinning. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. So I just kind of waltz in, and the wife says, uh, You okay, man? Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel real dizzy and nauseous. So she's all concerned. You want something to eat? And I said, No, I don't. And then at some point, I said, You know what? Fix me a salad. And if I want to eat it, I'll eat it. I'll try a little bit, and I ate it. And then I actually felt a little better uh, afterwards. Um, But I just got really fidgety and bored, so I ended up going to bed at 9. And I started watching, uh, tried to finish watching one of the episodes of, uh, uh, what the hell is that show? Um... (laughs) Game of Thrones. You ever watch that? I've seen the first... You know, we we heard a lot about it, so we went to Amazon and we bought an episode. And our mistake, we bought the season finale. Oh, right. So we're trying to watch this thing and we're like, what the fuck is going on? And then we just never really got back into it. You don't have to buy it. It's. I think it's out there free now. I don't know. Could be. This was... A couple years ago or whenever. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. You don't have... Well, you got HBO, right? No. Oh. No, yeah. we do not. So, I love that show, but uh, I couldn't get through it. I couldn't keep my eyes open. So, I went into La La Land. 
and uh, woke up, went to work, felt fine, did a lot of work, walked around the warehouse like a maniac, and finally got time to have some lunch, and uh, came home, felt pretty good, and then had something to eat, and then I just started going downhill. You know, it's like kind of a like a burn, like an indigestion, not a burning thing, but like in your throat a little bit. That that verp kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah. Hate that. It's not good. So yeah, and uh, got my daughter' driver's license. She got that on Saturday. That's out of sight. Yeah, that was good times. So oh, she, man. yeah. Sound, yeah. 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 So she um she didn't want to get it. She could have gotten it in December and she's been putting it off cuz she was so nervous to be driving with somebody watching her drive and grading her. Um so I talked to the uh singer in our band, Julie, and I said, "Hey, uh you work at the DMV. Uh do you do, you know, drive-alongs?" "Oh yeah." I said, my daughter's really nervous. Can I bring her to your place? And she says, yeah, yeah. I'm doing it this Saturday. I said, great. It's a, it's in Woodstock. <laughs> okay. That's a hike. So I told my daughter, I said, okay. I said to my wife on Friday, I said, listen, I got it all set up. I said, tell Shannon to get her act together. We're going 7.30 in the morning. We're going to be there at 8.30. She's going to have her license by 9.00. So she tells my daughter. My daughter starts freaking out. And uh, uh, get her up at 7.30, jump in the car. She's going to drive the minivan. So I'm in the front seat, wife's in the back, driving the minivan down 90. And we come to the Elgin Toll, which is a drive-through toll, but there's construction and my daughter's telling the story, so she's not paying any attention to all the cars that are stopped. And I'm like, uh, Shannon, brakes, 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 go left, brakes. Finally, she's like, what, what? And she jams on the brakes and almost rear-ends some government vehicle. Nice. Uh, I'm like, it's okay. You got to just pay attention. I didn't, I didn't see it. I go, see how easy it is to be distracted while you're talking? And yeah. So then we get on 47. We're going along 55 miles an hour. And this pickup truck crosses over the double yellow line right into our lane. Just like drifts into it. Oncoming. Oncoming. And I'm like, oh my God. And she starts freaking out. She starts steering off the road. Uh, I'm like, brakes, brakes, brakes. Hits the brakes a little bit. Uh, I grab the wheel. We go in the gravel. And this guy obviously is texting or something. He jerks the wheel back on to his side. She pulls back into her lane, and she's squeezing the steering wheel so hard, I could see her hands are white. And I look at her, you go, you okay? I'm going to throw up, Dad. Dad, I'm going to throw up. I go, it's fine. You did great. Relax. So almost two accidents on the way to the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles. So we finally get there, and uh, sure enough, Julie's there, and she comes in and says, just do this, do that, so we do it, and uh, we ask for her. 
and um, they hand her the sheet, and my daughter goes off with her, does the test, does a great job, sits there for 15 minutes, gets her picture taken, and she's got a license like that. Nothing to it. She says, oh, it's great. And the whole time she's like, what's she like? What does she look like? Is she cool? Is she... And she's kind of like Amber. She's got the red hair. She's kooky, you know, um, in a good way. You know, I don't mean Amber's a nut job or anything. Well, she kind of <laughs> is, <laughs> but uh, in a good way, right? And um, so I said, she's she's like Amber, you know. She's very sisterly and all that. So she was very comfort comfortable or comf by fucking Christ comforted by that. And um, and when she met her, she was like, "Oh yeah, she's oh she's really nice." So it worked out great. So the so the first thing she did was drove herself to dance, and then she borrowed the car and drove to her friend's house, and they went and got Taco Bell, and then they went back to her house and watched the movies, and then they went and got some Starbucks, went back to the house watch some TV, and then she came home. So this is going to be interesting. Now it begins, everybody's telling me. What begins? You mean that something else begins? Well, you know. What the, was that, dude? Uh, what? Dude, Nothing. come on. It really? Was, that was stretching this my, this my <laughs> chair. <laughs> it's going to float in here, man. No, there's come on. nothing. Dude. What are you talking about? There's no, I don't know uh, what you're talking about. I, I envision you right now <laughs> wafting it out the door in my general direction. What are you talking about? It was the chair. <laughs> so uh, it was nothing, man. Yeah. Nothing. Um, yeah, now it begins. You know, the independence is wanting to drive everywhere. As long as she fills it up with gas, right? <sighs> yeah. Well, we're looking at getting her a car. Oh, nice. What are you looking at? My my mom's PT Cruiser. I test drove a car, John. Yeah? The Jeep Wrangler Unlimited. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. We argued over color, though. What color do you want? My wife likes silver. And wow. silver's cool if you put, like, the Jurassic Park logo on it. <laughs> but other than that, it's not. And then she said blue, and I said, I like blue, but I like black. And I like red, the bright fire engine red. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't like red. So we couldn't uh, couldn't decide on a color. But I love fucking with salesmen. I just love it. Yeah? What, yeah. Like what? I know the whole routine, you know, get, they get you and they talk to you and then they, uh, you know, we're going to, let's, let's have you, let's get you in this car today. Yeah. And no matter how many times you say, I'm not interested in driving away in this car today. I'm just gathering information. You know, I can see you in this car today. You know what? Let me get my manager. I'm going to go, I'm going to go talk to my, you really don't have to talk to your manager. I am not driving out in this car today. <laughs> And they just keep at it, keep at it. And then uh, the sudden realization with my guy came, I don't know, after 10 times. And I'm like, dude, I'm just gathering information. I still have to look at other cars. And he was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) You know, because statistically, if I walk off 
Yeah. There's like a 99% chance I am not coming back and buying a right. car. And if I do buy a Jeep, I'm not going back to this place and talking to this guy. This guy was a kind of a douche. Skype is up. Yeah, but I just realized I don't have it plugged in. Any luck on voicemail? No. I'm checking. Um, Bambi Jones. But I dug the Wrangler. I dug it. It's got nice pickup. It's a V8. The, the downside is the gas mileage is for shit. Yeah. It's loud. Even with the hard top, it's much oh, yeah. louder than a regular car. Well, it's a truck. It's not a car. Right. Understood. But the, that's the fun part of it. You get to take the goddamn top off and you got an instant convertible. And they still make manual transmissions. That's what I dig. When I went to Honda and I got my Civic, oh, yeah, I wanted a manual. Oh, yeah, you don't want a manual. Um, we can get you a manual, but you actually get better gas mileage now with an automatic because of the computers and stuff. Like, I don't give a shit about that. I yeah. like I have fun driving a manual fucking right, car. Right, right. So, I am I am all pumped up on the Jeep. The wife has kind of uh, backed off the Jeep, though. Yeah. So, we'll see. Well, whose car is it going to be? It's going to be hers. Oh, but, I see. you know, I would definitely <laughs> borrow it yeah, quite a bit. Uh-huh. You know, she has the Tahoe now, and I, I don't drive that at all unless I have to. Why do you want the Wrangler? Why don't you go for, uh, I don't know. Something like a Hyundai or something, or a Kia Sorento. No, what, what, no, no. I want to be able to take the top off, man. Oh, I see. Yeah, and then it's what's cool is like, let's say you take the top off and you forget, you know, and it rains. There's plugs in the floor that you just uh, pull these plugs, and the water drains out. <laughs> That's my kind of car that you can like hose down the interior. <laughs> Awesome. Don't they have other convertibles out there? Is it a heavy top to take off? Well, you when you buy one, you get the hard top and you get the soft top. So you use the hard top in the winter, then you pop the soft top on in the summer. Right. Uh, but even when you have the hard top, it's three sections. So you can take like the two tops off over the driver and passenger seat and have like a mini convertible, like a T-top kind of a deal. Yeah. Or you could take the whole goddamn thing off. I hear that. Right on. Never had a convertible. Always wanted one. When I was in California, my best friend had a Jeep, uh, the two-door Jeep. And in California, you never fucking have to have the top on. Right. And he had the big fucking tires, and the thing would hum. It was awesome. On the expressway? Yeah. yeah. And so he'd go, we'd go to, uh, we were in um, Huntington Beach, but we'd drive up to Westwood to pick up his girlfriend. And then we'd be in the car on the 405 trying to have a conversation, which is like virtually fucking impossible. Yeah. And you're yelling. Yeah. At the top Shouting at each other. It was great. And you're the third wheel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was always the third wheel. <laughs> Not only that, I was the the Satan inspired third wheel because what? they well they were all born again Christians, oh. and he told them, "Hey, take it easy on this guy. I'm going to convert him. He's going to be one of us soon." 
Nice. And where was your girlfriend? Well, I was, uh, I thought that she and I would be a good couple. <laughs> <laughs> you were working that angle? No, of course no. not. No. 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 Not at yeah, all. You're not like that. Not at all. Dirty old man. Come on. All right, John, moving on. What else happened to you this week? Anything? What else? So we had lunch at Fat Mustard, John. Do you remember yeah, that? I do. And the Stever, and we, um, you know, like four weeks ago, he brought up the zombie movie. Yeah. <laughs> and all he had at the time was... I wish I we want, had that recorded. <laughs> I want to make a zombie movie. Yeah. And I want it to be funny, and it's got to have a scene where this guy is so horny he wants to do a zombie. And it's got to have this other scene, so he's... Talking about these scenes, I'm like, okay, but you need like an overall idea here. So I helped him with that idea. So, yeah, this is the guy we're talking about right there. Mr. Schmuel. Mr. Schmuel, and he's telling a story there where <laughs> they took a shotgun shell and, like, taped a BB or a nail to the back of the, the part where it, the, the pin. Triggers. The triggers it. And they're throwing it up the air, up in the air to see if they could get it to shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Finish your story. I just wanted to give people well, a little picture. Yeah. It's a little context. Yeah. So uh, we had this conversation. So he's got all these ideas for these different scenes. I'm like, well, you got to tie it together. You have to have characters in a fucking movie. Have you defined the characters? No, but it's got to be like teenagers, you know, and it's got to have hot chicks. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we talked about some ideas, and then I gave them like an overall scope, I guess. Here's where it's going to start. Here's how the apocalypse happens. And we started having conversations about the zombies. John will help me. Right. So then... We, st- we pick it up again, and he turns on me. <laughs> he didn't give me any ideas, man. <laughs> and that, I've never seen him so animated. I know. He was like... His- you could not get him to shut up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Steve, hey, Steve, what, stay, hold on. Steve, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, Steve, <laughs> hey. And he would just keep going. <laughs> yeah. And then he tries to cut his head off, but the blade is dull. And then he gets eaten. That's that's funny, right? <laughs> he cracks me up, man. Yeah. So he's he was trying to hook you into writing yeah. it for him. Hey, have you ever written a script? Because I yeah yeah you can I do have. that. I I've, I've, I'll uh, give you the idea, and then you just write it down. <laughs> I've 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 tried to collaborate with Scott on a script. <laughs> Here, do you got some ideas? Go ahead and throw them in. I throw them in, send it back. What do you think? 
hey, yeah, check it out. I made some changes, and all my words are gone. Here's what happened. Every fucking... I thought about the timing uh, of this. So, like, let's say you sent me this email at 3, right? Yeah. And then I, while you were sending me that email, I was sending you my email. So I never got yours. I had just oh, made updates yeah. to my original okay, whatever. Script. And then you got that and you whatever. got all offended. But I really didn't even have a chance to see your script before I sent uh-huh. you the revision yeah, sure. of mine. Okay. That's what happened. See, this is how you roll. This is how you steal the girlfriend from your pal. Yeah. Smoking beers. <laughs> I see where Steve gets so upset. I'm sensitive. <laughs> see, you don't even care. Oh, so the other thing that happened at Fat Mustard is um, the uh, the the meeting of the dudes is happening yeah. this Friday, John. Are you going to be able to make I it? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know, man. We'll see. What do you mean? I'm what not going to be drinking. So you're not going to go because you can't drink? Well, well I can't I drink, go. so I'm not going to go. Uh, oh, is so that what it's, get is like that? that, what that? It's like? okay. Yeah, I'm going to get bar- like that. I can barely do this podcast. <laughs> if you can barely do this podcast, why are we doing the podcast? What? Why, why not? Why aren't you coming out, sitting down, we'll smoke some weed and no, watch a movie? Weed? Where are we getting weed from? You got weed? I Did can you bring get some, some? I can get some. Right you now? Me, not now, but you know, for next week, you want me to get some weed? Yeah. Does your wife have some? Or no. What? Oh. Of course when not. Your kids? What? No. Of <laughs> course not, John. You know how how pissed off my daughter would be if she caught me smoking weed. How pissed? She'd probably stab me in my sleep. <laughs> she hates kids at school that smoke weed. <laughs> oh, my wife was watching um Ryan Locked Lochte Locked yeah. the swimmer. Yeah. He's got a reality show. Oh, Jesus. So I sent her a link of some TV interview he did. And oh, yeah, were they making fun of him at the end? Yeah. Oh. It, uh, yeah, are you all right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and even when in the Olympics, when they're interviewing him, you know, you have this perception of him, and it gets slowly eroded when he opens his mouth yeah. and he starts to talk. He's one of the dumbest people. I, and who knows? Maybe he's a genius, and this is all an act, like Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Like he's... Who knows? I don't know. But he comes across as so goddamn dumb. So my wife's watching this reality show. I didn't see it, but she I I get uh I was at the pool, ironically. And I come back and she said, uh, you gotta see this. I taped this, you have to see this. And she starts to say something and she stops. And I'm like, hey, what were you gonna say? And she starts laughing and she said, I don't wanna tell you. I'm like, all right, I know what it is. You're gonna say that you you think he's a big dope. I already know that. But here's what you're going to say. I remind you of him. Or he, remind, <laughs> he reminds me of whatever. Yeah, okay. Get it straight. <laughs> whatever. Right from the bat. <laughs> right from the bat. And she's like, she couldn't admit it, but she's like, yeah, well, yeah. But no, not now. Not now. But in high school. In high school, this, is my, this was my perception of you. Uh, so you got to watch the show and see what, and it wasn't just my perception. It was everybody's perception of you in high school was this reality show. So I got to check that out. Nice. Yeah. The interview is pretty funny. 
What question did you stump him on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the... um. I forgot to mention, I think I forgot to mention, did I mention I saw Jurassic Park 3D? Yeah. yeah I mentioned that. Yeah. What I didn't, what I failed to mention is, so we, we went with the whole family and then Emma brought one of her friends with us who had never seen the movie. And we're watching it on the big screen and Jeff Goldblum, that character, Yeah. afterwards my wife said, is an adult. So Ryan Lochte in high school, that's who... I remind her of. Yeah. As an adult, Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park is who I remind her of. <laughs> because he's arrogant and he thinks he knows it all. That is one big problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, thank you. I, I think she's right. That's sweet. I think That's she's sweet right. Of you. <laughs> you tend to be on the, uh, you know. Well, yeah, look at he was in a Jeep with the yeah. the doctor of um, paleontology hitting on his girlfriend in the Jeep, right? I love how sarcastic he is like the whole time. <laughs> I know, but she she's totally repulsed by him, though, except for the part where he talks about probabilities in the water. Yeah, yeah. in the butterfly effect. Here, let's get this cup of water pretend it's chaos chaos there milk yeah and then he's touching her hand nipple. he's grabbing her hand and then dropping yeah. water on her hand yeah, pretend she was this all is over him jizz coming out of me <laughs> onto your hand which side is it gonna roll off of i don't know punch me in the fucking face yeah. all right so you may or may not be there on friday yeah, I'm going to try, man. Well, I am definitely... I don't know anybody. I'm definitely going to have my smartphone charged up. And who, who are all these The people? microphone ready to go. Uh, we had one of these things like um, five or ten years ago that you showed up to. I did? Yeah. Where at? I don't know. Um, Gay was there, Steve, Oh, Dan. I forgot to email Gay. Come on, man. Do that tonight. Yeah. I, I can't. It's work. You, oh, oh, it's no. at work. Yeah. I'll call oh, you and remind oh, you. Maybe it's on my phone here. I'll check. But you didn't say, like, inviter. You just, like... I said forward the email. Did you get the email? Yeah. <laughs> Did you read it? You didn't say forward it to who. Yeah, I read it. <laughs> that is something else. In a world of spell check... That is something else, that email. I tell you that, John. I like the content. I like the um, I like the message. I like the context. But uh, uh, the details. I guess that's part of his charm, isn't it? <laughs> the way he spells prejudice. <laughs> Prejudice. Oh, I got it here. I even got her mobile phone number. Should we call her? Yeah. Give her a call. I'm not going to call her now. It's 9 o'clock. She's up. What is she going to be doing? I don't know. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. No, I, I'm not going to do that. We got to let her know now. I mean, she by the time we get this email, no, because you're going to blame it on me. You're going to be like, she may make other plans. She's going to answer, and you're not going to say anything. You're oh, come be, on! I'll do all the talking if you want. Yeah, yeah. You're lying. I'm not. All right. Here we go. <laughs> well, we might have to do a test call first because I'm not sure. Uh, test call. All oh, right. Because sure you didn't. If this works. 
So just for some context, uh, when uh, wh- who's getting together is... Hello. Welcome Hello. to the Skype oh. call. Testing Hello. service. Hello. Please record a message. Hello. Your message will be played back to you. Hello. 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 We're doing a test call. Test. This is a test. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right. So up. just for context... Uh, Hello, hello. Yeah, it works. Hello, we're doing a test call. I'm not coming through, am I? I'm coming through on your mic. I'm not coming through on my mic. It's coming through on my (laughs) mic from my If you are able to hear your own voice, then you have... It's, uh, yeah, this happens from time to time, Scott. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so, yeah, I'm thinking 20 years ago, but it's like fucking 30 years ago now. That's how old we are, John. Uh, this is all the, the, after high school, we all used to hang out together and the, the common theme was basketball. We all played basketball. And, uh, so Gay was a, a basketball star at the high school I went to and she would play with us in pickup games and she always hung out with us. Right. Um, there's a couple other girls that did too, but there, one lives in Florida, one lives in... Virginia, I believe. So they're not available. Yeah. So we're going to try it again. Hello. 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 It's really just me trying, okay, right? You because try. Go ahead yeah. and try. Yeah. So I'm talking into the mic. Testing the Skype call right now. Hello. Hello. Okay, you try. Go ahead and try. <laughs> Yeah, that's not working. It's not working. It's not working. So if you we were to call, you would have to do all the talking. Yeah. And then I would just shout in the background. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's going on with this thing. It looks it looks like it's registering. Hello. No. So for any TTN listeners, if you're in the Rosemont area on Friday, what do what do they call that anyway? That Place. Uh, the MB Financial uh, Square or something. It's there's movie codes right there, and they got a bunch of pubs, yeah, bars, and different things. And we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be hanging out there Friday night at starting at seven p.m. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, there it is. Uh, uh, what's going on here? It says it's disabled. Oh. I must have disabled it, Scott. Disabled. Disabled. Yeah. It says disabled. <laughs> what's disabled? The audio box. So even when you were talking, it was going through your computer mic instead of the board? Yeah. I see. Yeah, I'd have to restart my computer. Yeah, forget that. Maybe we'll take a break and do that. Yeah. But by then it'll be too be late like to call. Midnight. Yeah. All right, then. Moving on, John. Uh, we had, in Chicago, we had another storm of the century. We yeah. get these things like every two years now. Yeah. We get the storm of the fucking century. And this one wasn't... Uh, most of it happened while I was sleeping, I guess, because I, I really didn't... I wasn't aware of the amount of rain that was falling until... What's going on now? Nothing. 
until all these flood warnings came out. And I don't know about your kids, but my kids had Thursday and Friday yeah. off of school. Mine because too. of the flooding. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. I got to tell you, I've about had it with these storm of the centuries. Yeah. It's only 2012. It wasn't we've, that bad. We've had like four of them already. Well, yeah, the, well, the actual storm wasn't that bad, but it lasted so it, long. It, right. That. Uh, well, I stayed home too. I couldn't get to work. I was able to get to work on. I can't remember what day. Friday, I guess. Yeah, because I don't have to cross the river. But here's what I did. So the the day they called off school, my my wife dropped my son off at my in-laws who live by you, which is on the other side of the Displains River. Right. So I live on the east side of the river. You live on the west side. Right. So for whatever fuck, and I knew that my son was at my in-laws, but just out of habit, I drove home. And when I got home, I expected to see my father-in-law and say, hey, thanks, see you later. And they weren't there. And the the minute that happened, I was like, oh, the second that happened, it's like, shit. <laughs> because every crossing of the river is closed. Ah, uh, closed. Except Tui and... Something way up north. Well, Higgins and Devon. Higgins, Devon, and Tui. I did take Devon home. but I. So I get on Tui, and it usually takes me 15 minutes to get here, John. Yeah. It took me fucking 45 minutes. And then on the way home, my mother-in-law told me that Devon was open. So I, I figure I'll take Devon. But word must have got out about Devon. Because everybody right. was going to Devon. Right. And that took a, like 45 minutes. So it took me... What is 45 and 45? An hour and a half, An hour and a half, I know. <laughs> Wife did too. <laughs> to pick up my son. <laughs> it was not good. Not, I didn't not, like it. Not good. And Tui is one of the roads that... The only ones that is still open. Oakton is still closed. Algonquin, that'll be closed for a long time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Dempster, golf, they're all closed. And they'll be closed for another week. So if you don't get up really early... Closed. I mean, you're fucked. Here I am complaining in people's... People's? (laughs) (laughs) People's houses are underwater. And I'm complaining about the drive. You baby. I'm a big baby, aren't I? (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah it was um well i started driving to work and, and it, i couldn't get anywhere it was it blocked everywhere uh so i i'm like i gotta drive all the way to schaumburg and then over fuck that so i made a couple calls and uh said look i'm i'm just gonna drive back home before i won't be able to get home because we're supposed to have tons more rain. And uh, did I send you a picture of my backyard? No. I didn't. Well, it was like a lake. Everybody was commenting. Well, you saw it online, didn't you? Yes. Uh, people are saying, yeah, you always wanted a pool, blah, blah, blah. 
But the good thing is, is because they did some something down the street, the water went down really fast. So it came up really fast, and I ran out there in my brand new Merrells. I just bought Merrells from uh, Sports Authority, you know, like hiking boots. And I go running out there in shin-deep water to make sure my generator... Uh, wasn't underwater. Matter of fact, I went out there the night before and started it just to make sure it was running in case the power went out, you know, so we'd have full, whole house. Whole house. Because everybody's asking me, do you got a battery backup for your sump pump? I go, no. What? Dude, you should always. I go, I have a whole house generator. I have a whole house generator. Yeah. 14 kilowatts, my friend. And I have another gas one in the garage, just in case. I'm ready, man. I'm ready for the, you know, for the fallout. Well, here's what pissed me off. We never lost power. But at 3.30 a.m., this sump pump alarm went off. So I I get up. I got to, first of all, I got to figure out at 3.30 a.m. how to fucking turn this off. And then how to bypass it so it doesn't keep going off every 10 goddamn minutes. <laughs> so then I, I run downstairs and the power's on, the sump pump's working. And then I run back upstairs and I look outside and it the alarm went off because the water was um, all over the front yard. Yeah. So the sump pump, even though it's still working, there's nowhere to pump the water. Yeah. Because it was... Flooded. Well, do where does it come? Do you, do you see the whole the uh, pipe coming out? Where does it pump out to? It pumps out into my front lawn. So you can't like just put an attachment on it and go out to the street. The street was underwater. Oh, I see. So the you know my wife and I have been talking about getting a whole house generator. Yeah. But what's the point? I mean, even when the power was on and the pumps were working, there was so much water yeah. that it started seeping in at some point. Right. And which was okay because it didn't flood because the sump pumps would take care of it. It would push it out. And the sump pumps were going for, you know, how many hours at a time? I don't know. So that's another concern. So you had seepage in the house? We had seepage in the house yeah. because uh, there was nowhere to pump the water. Not me, man. Not a drop. Yeah. I haven't had a drop of water since I put in that check valve in the front. And what is that check valve? Uh, well, the way the sewers work is there's a storm and then there, there's your septic, your sewage sewer. And the storm sewer basically just takes all the rainwater and pushes it along. But at some point... Uh, because they're connected somewhere along the chain, the storm sewer overwhelms the the shit sewer. So that water comes back into your house. Oh, no, that I wasn't getting that seepage. I was getting seepage because so much water built up around the house... Uh, and yeah. it just started seeping in. It wasn't it wasn't sewage that was coming up or anything. It was just water yeah. coming in. Well, I don't know how you're, if you got an overhead 
sewer if, or if your your drains are in the floor in the basement. They're in the floor. They're in the floor. Um, so, well, maybe you already had one put in. I don't know. But we had to put in flood control because every time it would rain like that, every time we would have 4 to 12 inches of water down here. And ever since we put that thing in, not a fucking drop. Now, we get seepage, but because I put my drain tile on the inside of the house and not the outside, it goes through the weeping holes in the bottom of the wall, goes mm-hmm. into a drain tile, and then to the sump pump. Yeah, it's like a foreign language to me. I yeah. don't know what the hell Well, you're you probably saying. have it on the outside of your house. Well, there you go. Well, so the point is, we're thinking about uh, thinking about <laughs> getting this whole house generated. What's the fucking point? Even when the power's on. And we're going to have like 10 more storms of the century, yeah. uh, you know, in the next 10 years. What's the point? So forget about carpeting the basement. We'll just do like, uh, you ever been to P.F. Chang's? Yeah. And they have like a stain and then they put this uh, on cement and then yeah. they put this uh, polyurethane over it. That's what we got to do. Just do that. Yeah. Friends of ours had carpeting and they just had enough of that. So they put tile down. But then they put, uh, they heated it. They put a heated floor underneath. In the basement? Yeah. Why? It's warm <laughs> when you walk on it. <laughs> think your basement's going to be warm when you're down there? So you're not going to finish your basement? No, we will, but we won't. Um... Why don't you just fix the seepage problem? I don't know how. How do you fix the seepage you problem? You have them dig up all around the outside oh, of your house, that. and they I'm put a that. membrane, a membrane, and some uh, like a tar, and and they fill it all back in, and then you're good to go. We might do that because we have to um, replace the back patio. Yeah, so that's an option. There you go. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know how much it costs, but if you want to like... Sounds expensive. If you, well, I mean, if you want to have some extra living space in an office and expand your... Well, we can have that. Because the flooding, worst case scenario, the flooding is only like a half an inch. Yeah. I mean, it was the storm of the fucking century. Half John. an inch. So you had half an inch of water in your basement? Not all over, just in some spots. Oh. And then when it would get to the sump pump or a drain, it would be taken care of. Yeah. Huh. Well, maybe you need to get your downspouts moved away from your house more. Like go underground and have them come up by the driveway. Maybe. Maybe they're too close. I know I have one that's on the corner of my house that's really close. That uh, That's where I get water. Everywhere else, it's okay. Well, I've about had it with these storms of the century. Well, you could shut up. It's going to keep happening. (laughs) It's going to snow tonight. (laughs) That's what I heard. Snow on Wednesday, Thursday. All right, John, moving on. Snow. In a week and a half. A A little more than a week and a half. I have a half marathon in Kalamazoo. How about that? It's great. It's exciting. So I've been training for that. So I on Sunday I ran it's eight great, miles man. at Bussy, yeah. and uh, my study is back in action. You know where I wave at people. Yeah, and half the people don't wave <laughs> it's back. Okay. 
Hi there. Hi. None the of the women wave. The most anti-social person in the world. None of the women wave yeah. unless... They, they like we cross well, each other doing a laugh in the mirror with that half shaven face. I understand that. I, well, you look like a fucking criminal, like a cat burglar. I understand. <laughs> What's interesting to me though is if if I so it's an eight mile loop. So if I pass them, they Does don't wave. Does anybody say when you wave at them? Does anybody say back when you say hi? Do they say you mind your own? <laughs> I don't say hi, I just oh, wave. Just wave. So if the first time I pass any woman, there's no wave. But when you, when you run past them, do you, the girls, do you say, <laughs> I'm gay? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you would that think might be, be why they don't wave. Well, right. maybe they would wave back if you said that. Maybe when you run past them and if they don't wave, just yell back, I'm gay. No, what I'm telling wave. you is very important. Oh. The first time. I see them. They don't wave. But if I pat, if they, if we cross each other again, <laughs> then they're like, wow, this guy's committed. He's really doing this for running, and not just cut, running out of the bushes yeah. uh, for fifty yards to pass me to try to make a pass at me. Um, then they wave. Well, not all of them. Just but- grab one of them, and maybe they'll say, <laughs> hey, "What are you trying to do?" <laughs> So, large my experiment continues uh-huh. at the Bussy Woods. But Are you writing this down? Or? Tomorrow, I got two hours, a two-hour run I got to do tomorrow. And then another eight-mile run on the weekend. And then I just kind of take it easy next week. And then the half marathon in Kalamazoo. That's out of sight, John. Nice. Kalamazoo. Oh, I also signed up for the Pleasant Prairie Triathlon, John. On June 23rd. Where's that? In Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. Oh, for sorry. crying out loud. Sorry. Come on, what's wrong with you? Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so Sunday I did eight miles. Then I took my son to go swimming there. And um, I got my suit on, right? And I got this bag. And I reached into the bag to pick up my goggles. And I even... I didn't even get to the point where I grabbed my goggles. Just reaching into the bag, yeah, I tweak my back. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> but it hasn't been too bad. That's all it takes. It hasn't been too bad. But this morning it was really difficult to put my socks this on. This morning, this morning, because I couldn't. I can't bring my knee up, either knee. I can't bring <laughs> it up towards me. But you poor uh, old man. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It really blows. You know, I just got over this groin thing. Yeah. Now I got a back thing. Right, right. But I'll get over the back thing. Hey, you know we were talking about World War Z last week? We were? Yeah, weren't we? I don't know. I've never heard of that. What is that? It's the... Oh, maybe we weren't. <laughs> Some, me and somebody else was. I thought, I, I thought we were. You mean it, your other podcast, John? Yeah. Yeah, the other one. John and his <laughs> invisible friend. Um, no, uh, weren't we talking about it with Brad Pitt and where the uh, zombies, are? they run full sprint at you? Were we talking about that with Steve at it Fat could, Mustard? Yeah, that's what it was. Steve at Fat Mustard. Steve. 
Yeah, we were talking to him about it. We should call Steve. Let's see what we you should call. No, I can't. I gotta restart All my right, laptop. Right, you got us to restart the laptop. I could. Um. Yeah. So uh, I could restart it. The caller you are calling. Steve. Steve. He's <laughs> <laughs> not available. <laughs> uh, anyway, I got an email from uh, uh, Johnny from God Faded Japan uh-huh. podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, he says, yo, guys, I know you like comics and action movies, so I've got a recommendation for you. Read World War Z. It's a badass book about the zombie war. The trailers for the movie on on the net look sick, but the book is so much better, man. It's an easy and fast read, so you'll get through it in about a week or so. Enjoy. Uh, And then he goes on to say, keep on rocking the internets, and John, take care of your health, bro. P.S. Maybe you can get some wacky tobacco to cure your high blood pressure. Right on. Peace from Johnny. Uh, which he sent it to you too, but you don't read anything don't, out of your yeah, TTN I gotta, account. I got to figure out how to, you know, get that online. I love my TTN account, man. I use it all the time. I just got uh, figured out how to start filtering the shit out of here because it's blowing. It would blow up my, uh, uh, blow up my. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, my usage. What do you what do you call it? Your know, level. Man. Your your <laughs> your gigaboots. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, thanks, gigaboots. <laughs> you drunken bastard. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I did. I downloaded the the uh, book yesterday. Or this morning. I can't remember. <laughs> Yesterday or this morning, so I gotta start reading it. Great I wanna I can't wait to see that movie. There's so many good blockbusters go, coming out. And my wife had said to me she really wanted to see uh this new Tom Cruise movie. Oblivion. Oblivion. Oblivious? And, yeah, and I was like, Oh man. She's like, You wanna go? I'm like, uh okay. You know, so we didn't go, but I'm like, okay, so I got to go with her. When you had said, hey, we never do movie night anymore on Sunday, right. remember? Let's do that again. And uh, I wanted to call you to go to a movie on Sunday, but then I thought, oh, shit, if we went to see that, she'd be so pissed at me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless you didn't mind her being the third wheel. Oh, not and at all. I you wouldn't and mind I, that. I can get her some french fries. Cuddling up. If we went to a uh, movie uh, call. Yeah, cuddling up. What do you mean cuddling up? Whenever we go to a movie, you sit like three <laughs> seats over. <laughs> no, when we're, if we go see a movie, we're going to iPick, man. I've never been to the P- iPick. Oh, oh, it's like... Sitting Why do we your, do that when movie calls like five fucking minutes yeah, away? Because it's like sitting in your living room. <laughs> And people come to you and serve you stuff. You don't have to go get it. Where's my martini? Hurry up, bitch. Yeah. yeah. I told you about that where my wife doctors down all over us. Yeah. And into, into my Skittles. Skittles. Yeah. Ugh. Well, speaking of movies, John, I did you see any movies? I saw no. some movies. I didn't see anything in the theater, but I did see... 
I saw In and Out with Kevin Klein, and a lot of people are in that. Tom Selleck is in it, and it's about uh, a gay guy, right? Joan Cusack, and I can't remember the name of the guy. He's a doctor, isn't he? He's a teacher. Paging Dr. Faggot. <laughs> oh, he's a, a dim teacher. Uh, he's, he's a, a dim, dim teacher. teacher. You're a dim teacher. <laughs> I thought he was a doctor. Paging Dr. Faggot. No. So Faggot. I'm watching this with teacher. my wife. Dr. Yeah. And um, of course, it always comes back to me for some reason. So <laughs> Kevin Klein, he has a what, student. What does that mean? You're here's so what it, here's sensitive, what it means. Man. I like, am sensitive, oh. goddammit. Here, so we go. Kevin do do Klein, here we go. Here we go. I just give that look, the here we go look. <laughs> Kevin Klein is a English teacher and his former student uh Dylan, Matt You're Dylan. Uh is an actor and he wins an Oscar and it's it's really you don't know why he wins the Oscar because it's a horrible performance, but he plays a gay soldier. And he wins this Oscar. So when he accepts the award, he says, I thank this person and that person. I especially thank my English teacher. He taught me poetry. He taught me this. He taught me that. And he's gay. And this guy, Kevin Klein, he's engaged. He's about to get married. And this comes to a big shock to this whole small town. And I'm going to give away the ending. He really is fucking gay. And it took uh, Matt Dillon to point that out to Uh him. So we're watching this movie, and the theme is... That this guy is gay, but he's trying to live. He's trying to live a I'm heterosexual gay. lifestyle. I'm gay, so I, you know, every time homo comes up, gay comes up. <laughs> it's homo, homo. <laughs> I get the same. <laughs> what? <laughs> the look? I get the look. I get no. I get not only get the look. I get the lecture. I get the. Is there, something, is there something you have to tell me? What, you know, what? I, you and John, you got to go over to John's and John That's gotta is hurt, John man. that. John, John, John. <laughs> I don't get that, man. And I said. We see so. each other once a week and we don't sleep in yes, the same bed. We don't. Uh, we do talk about spooning, though. Yeah. Maybe that's it. So I said, look, I'm going to tell you one thing and. You're going to know that I'm not gay. Are you ready? So I told her, right? (laughs) I said, the only cock I love is my own. (laughs) Well, remember that time I tried to poke mine in your ass and you said... (laughs) Yeah, remember? And you said... What are you trying to do? <laughs> well, you said. I'm gay. And so I didn't know what to do. And I, I was just trying to help. You didn't. <laughs> and we try to work through those things. Because we're still trying to discover, you know, who we are and what our relationship means. I understand the that. Co- you said that to her? Yeah. So then the conversation turned into this whole thing about, oh, guys think that women think of... That's all they think about is cock, cock. And this word cock kept coming up. And uh, I'm like, I don't think, who thinks that? Yeah. And um, and we had a discussion. I'll tell you later about that discussion. (laughs) I can't can't tell it uh, here. But uh, it was interesting. So, but she's still, uh, there's still a question in her mind. 
And I, I really don't know where that comes There's from. There's no question at all in her mind, Scott. She's just messing with you. Oh, no. No. She. There are times when she looks at me. Listen. Look. Listen. <laughs> Where it's called trust, and if that if there's no trust there, <laughs> something's wrong. That's right, John. Something is wrong. Yeah. It, it's not with you. Thank right, you. Maybe I should edit that out. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you John. You <laughs> Thank know you, you make so much sense. I want to come in there and kiss you right now. <laughs> and I'll be like, uh, hold on a second. Hey, what are you trying to do? Yeah. I don't know about that. Settle down. Yeah. All right. So I saw in and when out. When she starts talking like that, why don't you just go? Blah, 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 blah. If we can't blah, keep blah, 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 making blah. shit yeah. and buying shit if you were until smart, indefinitely. If you were smart. Well, just say that to her. If you were smart. <laughs> over oh, and yeah. over again. If you were smart. <laughs> if you were. <laughs> if you were smart. <laughs> maybe we could have a conversation. <laughs> All right. So in and out. It was funny. There were some funny parts. Um, it's kind of shocking. Well, well it, <laughs> like with a title like In and Out, what else is it going to be? Right. You think right away. You think. I wish I knew how to quit you. Don't you? I think so. Uh, the other movie I saw, Life of Pi, John. Have you seen Life not of Pi? Yet, no. Gonna have you read it. the book? I have not. I read the book and then I saw the movie, but then I had to pick up my daughter in between somewhere. Like so, I missed twenty minutes of it. So, but I read the book. But my son, it was it's rated PG. So we figure, yeah, my son digs animals. He'll like this. <laughs> it traumatized him. What? Well, if you know anything about the story, uh, uh, let me just summarize. So this this Indian kid, is, his family owns a, a zoo, but yeah. they have to sell the, the zoo. Not the zoo, but the animals. And so they sell the animals, and then they're going to move to Canada. So they're on this ship with all their animals that they're selling to the Canadian zoo or whoever, yeah. I don't know. And the ship sinks, and the kid survives with some animals on this lifeboat. Yeah. And there's only one animal that survives with the kid. I mean, all the other animals are killed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Ruined it. And so my son uh, really had a difficult time. Yeah, he's crying. Yeah, and he's like, "You got to turn this off. I can't watch this." Turn it off, Dad. Do I have to watch this? Sure. Can I go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go to bed. Sorry about that. I know my daughter watching Frankenweenie with a goddamn cartoon dog getting hit by a car. <laughs> She's bawling. Dad, why did you make us watch this movie? I'm like, it's it's a, it's not real. Doesn't matter. You don't understand. I hate when animals get hurt. Yeah, yeah. And she, the, she wouldn't like old Yeller. I have you ever seen that? I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that. Of course, I saw it like in grade school. You know, they're showing in in. Uh, so we go to see. I told you we we took the kids to see that uh, movie. Um, oh, what the fuck was it? Uh, Olympus is fallen. 
Mm-hmm. And afterwards, you know, I said to the one kid, you tell your parents it was a cartoon, man. Don't, don't let them know. And they said, well, I don't know what the big deal is. They We watched Saving Private Ryan in, in eighth grade. I said, what? And my wife's like, yeah, don't you remember? Son would come home with a permission slip, Schindler's List. They watched that. Then they, I'm like, what classes do they have that they're watching these movies in? And uh, I can't remember what class it is. Maybe a cool it's social studies or to something. Be in. I'd love to be in that class. Watch my movies. son watches nothing but movies in one of his classes. So uh, like Forrest Gump, and and then they write no, about that's a it. Shitty movie. You didn't like that movie? No, I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> I liked that movie. Um, I remember we the movies I saw in high school were uh, Kill a Mockingbird and yeah something about um, death being stuck up a tree. What the hell was that movie called? You know, like the Grim Reaper. Yeah, he was stuck up a tree so nobody could die. Uh, God damn it! What was that movie called? I can't remember. Those that's the only that's two a rem- good enough titles. That's stuck <laughs> up a tree. God damn it, I can't remember. Uh, those are the only two I can remember. I, I saw Old Yeller. In high school? Yeah. And um, Shane. Shane. I didn't yeah. see that in high school, but I saw it on GN, WGN. Yeah. On Borrowed Time, isn't that On it? Borrowed Time. There you go. On Borrowed Time. Yeah, I think I saw that one. Oh, yeah. Gramps and Pud. <laughs> Pud. I saw that movie. in nineteen. It's a 1939 film about the role death plays in life and how humanity cannot live without it. It is adapted from Paul Osborne's 1938 Broadway hit play, the play based on a novel by Lawrence Edward, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the plot is uh, one day... The fedora-wearing Mr. Brink, the personification of death, played by Sir Cedric Hard- Hardwick, Hardwick, uh, who was <laughs> recently taken, who has recently taken Pud's parents in an auto wreck, comes for Gramps, uh, not knowing who he's who's who he's taking talking to. The crotchety old Gramps orders Mr. Brink off the property. Later, Mr. Brink takes Granny. Nelly, Pud, Graham's grandson. Didn't we used to refer to our own cocks as a pud? Yes. What and do you mean used to? I still <laughs> do. You still do? <laughs> the only cock I love is my pud. Pud, Gramps's grandson. Pud's aunt, Pud. Poor old Pud. I'm going to have to watch that film again. I think my uh, my wife watched it. Uh, she's seen it a couple of times. <coughs> she likes it. So other movies I saw: John Men in Black Three. You've seen that one, yeah? You were you highly recommended that. I liked it as well. Uh, I really like that character. I think they can base a whole movie on that character. On that fucking psycho. The not the psycho, but the um, the guy who wore the knit cap. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, who could, yeah! Who could envision all the probabilities yeah, at one time? Yeah, he was he was really interesting, and uh, it was good. It was good. Will Smith is is so watchable. Why is it that 
Tom Cruise and Will Smith, so watchable, but so fucking crazy. Yeah, with that Scientology BS. I, I didn't know. I didn't know he was into it. Will Smith? Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Well, I do want to see that Oblivion or Oblivious. <laughs> and there's another one coming out with uh, Matt Dillon. Not Matt. D- yeah, Matt Dillon. Uh, what the hell is that one called? That's um. God damn it! It's a futuristic one as well. In the last movie I saw, John, it was Fight Club. Not Matt Dillon. Matt Damon. Matt you Damon. Dummy. Matt Dillon was the uh, student in In and Out. Right. Right. Fight Club, John. When was the last time you saw Fight Club? That's been a while. It's good. I like Fight Club. It's like it's a guy movie, though. Yeah. I don't th- do women like Fight Club? I don't think so. Elysium. Yeah. That's the movie. Elysium? Yeah. Jodie Foster, Matt D- Damon. It's a science fiction film written and directed by Neil Blockhamp. The film starts stars Matt Damon, Jodie Foster, Chartel Copley, Wagner Mora, and Alice Braga. Uh, the plot is in the year 2154. The very wealthy live on Elysium, a Stanford tourist space habitat in Earth orbit, while the rest live on an overpopulated ruined Earth. The people of Earth are desperate to escape the planet's crime and poverty. And they critically need the state-of-the-art medical care available on Elysium. But some in Elysium will stop at nothing to enforce anti-immigration laws and preserve their citizens' luxurious lifestyle. Sound familiar, Scott? Yes. The only one with the chance to bring equality to these worlds is 29-year-old Max DaCosta, an ordinary man in desperate need to get to Elysium. With his life hanging in the balance, he reluctantly takes on a dangerous mission. One that pits him against Elysium's mayor, Secretary Jessica Dalacourt, and her hardline forces. But if he succeeds, he could save not only his own life, but billions of people on Earth as well. I saw some... uh, Some... uh, Trailers of it, and... It's the guy who, who did District Nine. You saw mm-hmm. that film, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Some people, I think, some people are saying it's like Elysium is like District Nine Two or something. The sequel. I don't know, uh, but uh, he looks really creepy, bald, Matt Damon in Elysium. Creepy. Yeah, it looks weird. Hmm. 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 Can't wait for that. When's that coming out? Uh, August. August? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got that coming out. You got Wolverine coming out. You got Thor coming out. You got Iron Man 3 coming out. You got Superman coming out. No interest in any of that. I can't wait. You got new Star Trek coming out. Interested in that. The new Star Trek. After Earth, Pacific Rim.
Yeah. All right, John. It's a on. film by Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. All right, moving on, John. Celebrity news. Celebrity news. Celebrity news, Scott. Start out with some sad celebrity news. Divinals singer Christina Amphlett dies at the age of 53. Do you know what she was famous for and her band? No. Okay. Crank that down. I'm going to play something for you here, John. Oh, yeah. I know. What do you know? I touch myself. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not playing. (laughs) (laughs) Now it is. Hey, you guys should do that song. Yeah, we could. So, the interesting part of this, what I learned about her, is guess who she married? Who? The drummer of the band. No. Yeah. Married the drummer. They were married for 14 years. Wow. Um, and she had MS and breast cancer. MS in 2007, breast cancer Oof. since 2010. Oh. So, that sucks. That sucks, yeah. All right, moving on, John. Yeah, that's an easy song. To, that could be an easy song to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got a little recording of band practice on Hold on. Thursday. That reminds me, this guitar solo coming up. Listen to this. Tell me what you think of this. Huh? huh? Nice. Tasteful. Yeah? You I don't like think, it? I didn't think much of it. Why? Because you can play it? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's how why. you judge it. If yes, I can if play I can the play solo, it, it, blows. it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a Stone solo. No. Yeah. Come on. Didn't. All right. So, John, you were mentioning you're in a band. I don't yeah. know if people know that or not, but you yeah. are in a band. I'm in a band. And you have a gig at... Uh, yeah. P.S. Pub. I even designed a new logo. P.S. Pub. Is that right? Yeah. And when is that? Saturday, May 25th. May 25th, Saturday. P.S. Pub John's band is called... Modern Elixir. And it turns out there's a band called Elixir that's playing the same bars as we are. Really? Yeah. I'm like, do we want to change this? You're and the I spent, modern version. I spent like four hours on this fucking logo because <laughs> I was going to ask Haggis Vitae to come up with something, but I was like, you know, I don't want to ask her to pro bono me something. And uh, So I, I came up with something myself. I look at, looked at a bunch of apothecary 
like elixir bottles and labels from the old days, which turns out is elixir is really like kind of like cough medicine. Yeah, it's a sh- it's a scam. Yeah, no, basically. not really. Some of them actually had medicinal purposes. They had aspirin in them and stuff like that. But they sweetened and cocaine. it and put alcohol in it so it would uh, it would go down easier. You know, it was a syrupy, sugary kind of drink. But yeah, some were like these tonics that would cure cancer. You know. So, yeah, we were, uh, I took my little recorder, and for some reason, you know, it's always iffy with these iPods, you know, and stuff. If if you don't have enough space on it, or if you got some other, whatever. Right, or if you hit the pause button. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, I better check that real quick. <laughs> it's running. Yep. It's recording. We oh, are still recording. Oh, I almost had a heart attack. Almost. Yeah. Because I saw 17, I thought it said 17 minutes, but it's an hour and 17 minutes it's been recorded. Nice. So, hour 18, so we're good. So, yeah, I set it up. I just sat it on a chair in the middle of the of the room and saw, you know, whatever I can get. And it only recorded like 20 minutes. And we were practicing for like two hours, and the first few minutes we were just dicking around. But I got one tune, uh... You know, Every Breath You Take by the Police? Yes. yes. Yeah, we're doing that song. Mm-hmm. And here it is. This is a practice, practice live version. version. Yeah. Yes. This is not electronic drums. No. This is live. First time you practiced that song? Is that uh, it's like the third or fourth, maybe. But it was the first time that night. With the backing track, you hear that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 
not not bad, right? It's awesome, man. It's the kind of band I'm in now. It's like uh, I've gone from, I don't know, from playing heavy metal to heavy metal to whatever I'm playing now. Heavy metal, heavy metal, like something like this, John. You were used to play something like this. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> do you have me turned up? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what you want me to do. There you go. Well, I know it's been a little while since the first time that I made you smile. I thought I'd take this opportunity. No doubt, man. Then I was playing this. Hey, that's that's. Wait a minute. Oh, I thought that was the one I did with Ripper. <laughs> that's not it. I must have dumped it. I dumped it, man. Dumped it. What about this one, man? What about this? Oh, one? here we go. Oh, go ahead. I got one. It's a long intro, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what do you got? And I did this. Yeah, I go from that to uh, to this. I'm versatile, man. Yeah, I can do it all. 
Yeah. And in between, you got this. In between. In between, John. In between. Or I get this. Come around to my way of thinking. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on, John. And then, not only behind the drums, John. Not only behind the drums, but... As a broadcaster, right? <laughs> you got this. Hold on. <laughs> and this next and last story is out of the Journal of American Medical Association, John. Really? It says really piercing caused extreme pain in a teenager. And they had to do a study to figure that out. I think that would hurt. Come on. You? Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, the practice was previously caused brain abscess, heart infection, tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> What's tetanus? Tetanus, you idiot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Anus, tet anus. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it. <laughs> Dental damage, and in one case, a second yeah. tongue. What? Wow. What? In this case, uh, the tongue stud fuck tongue. rubbed a nerve and triggered yeah. stabbing pains that lasted 10 to 30 stabbing seconds pains. and struck 30 to. 40 times a day. <laughs> Doctor's advice, this is unusual, but don't pierce your tongue. Tattooist advice, make sure you get pierced by a pro and use implant-grade yeah. studs. <laughs> but not only did the Scott, here, what, about Scott? what about you, Scott? What about you, Scott? What about me? Uh, you're not only a bass player, but a singer and guitar player. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Sword, it has never been kissed. Let us adore 
How about that, man? Yeah. Yeah. Or this. <laughs> That's you, man. This one. I come from the water. I crawled upon the shore. I left my Except you're playing the wrong notes, but I come from the water. I come from the water. I come from the water. I come from the water, yeah. That's heavy, man. Yeah, totally. Hey, but I didn't only see you sang too, John. Uh, I'm I'm remembering, I can't find it, but I'm remembering um, Black Sabbath? The Black oh, Sabbath yeah. song. <laughs> the Black Sabbath Black song. Sabbath, man. Right, right. What was that? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> black, what was it called? Just Black Sabbath? Maybe. This is it, yeah. No, it's one more down. D flat. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna sing, right? Hold on. <laughs> Don't rush me, man. What is this that's done? No. <laughs> it's there out of go. sight, man. There you go, man. Not only that, John. <laughs> <laughs> we are multi-talented. Yeah. But not only that, there are times when we would get... Are you ready for this? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm ready. <laughs> Ding! Ding! We would get medicated. Oh, And, and I digress, but I don't know where I'm going, and I forgot exactly. What was I talking Tony about? Tony Papucci dressed up as me for Halloween. Right. 
you could. Well, why don't you? I'm a police officer. <laughs> oh, I forget. Okay, today. <laughs> it's coming to you Are now, you though. There it is. You got it. So, I don't know the name of the movie. I can't remember. Last action. That's it. You're right. I, that's like the third time yes. I've said that. Yes. 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 Correct. Correct. Negative. Correct. I was trying to practice in Arnold, and the reason why was for this podcast. Well, let's hear your Arnold. Then. I you, can't do it come now. Come on, you practiced. Well, I had some lines, but I, I don't remember them now. He's on the talks like this. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> I, Scooter Libby, was indicted, and we're waiting for Carl the Toad. Carl? Carl the Toad. Not the Toad. The Turd Blossom Rove get indicted as well. I've had too much pot I've, in the break. No, it's smelling a lot of the punks, the and it's reason. really fucking me up right now. But the point here, John, <laughs> let me get back to the point if I can. Would yeah. you let me? Yeah, 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 please. Only if I can remember it. The Let's point. come together. <laughs> the point is... Not only once, but twice. God damn it, that's what happens when you... You know, the short-term memory goes first. Yeah. And then <laughs> you can't remember the point. But, Scott, if you're going to do it... And do it. And do it well. Anyway, Stallone, 59, John. The guy's 59. No. Recently announced he would revisit another franchise when he begins... <laughs> Rocky Balboa. I'd like to explain something. The uh, you sixth know, I time. Punchy. I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain, but I ain't punchy, you know. It's just the way I talk here. Yeah, it's just I got a relaxed brain. Brain. A relaxed brain. That's right, it stinks. Rocky six. I'm sorry. Rambo four. I can't even read anymore. <laughs> Rambo 4. <laughs> Not the foreman. I like it. Up, but, uh, don't you leave town. What was that TV series with the foreman? You got a big mouth. You know, I right. talk too much. He's the what? What are you talking about? One day at a time. <laughs> One day in time with Schneider. He was the foreman. Schneider. No, it wasn't. How about this one, Scott? With Valerie Bertinelli. Hey. Hold on, hold on. Schneider. How about this? How about this one, man? Oh, you're going way yeah. back now. Way back, brother. This is an original. Yeah. Scott on guitar, Dan on bass, me on drums. Love is water. <laughs> it seems simple, the danger's unknown. So clear, so calm, so inviting when you're 
Did I have re- great recording skills back in the day? Oh, no doubt. I think Dan played guitar, I played bass. No, it's it's an overdub. Did he play both guitars? I can't remember. Because there's an acoustic in there too. Remember I played this at his wedding? Yeah. <laughs> Is, uh, I come from the water. Yeah. Very stones. Influence. I had trouble with the line. It's hard to breathe underwater. <laughs> he did. Even back then. Even back then. Yeah. In open water, you run into problems, man. You turn for help, and there's no one around. It's easy to give into the water. Your arms are tied, and you're going down. You see some How about this one? This is an original by me. <laughs> is this the Navigator? Yeah. I love this tune, man. This has to be like the theme song. Hey man, this is complex. You tell us on cassette how it's wavering in and out. Intricate, man. It's very intricate. It's very uh, typo negative. Navigates 
horns, man. So this is going back what? Thirty years? Thirty? Twenty-five? Uh, I was running miles with Joe. We would run a mile like every week, and it was in January, and it was like twenty below. We just got done running a mile when I laid the vocal down in my room. Uh, little cassette player. So this is like twenty-five. 25 years. Here we go. Big break right there. Alright, how about something more contemporary? This is uh, probably six years ago, and this is, again, following up on the theme that we've covered earlier. But it's when we had a studio, John. We had a studio for band practice, <laughs> yes. and we'd go to the studio. Studio. For TTN as well. <laughs> this isn't us, you. It's not, not yet. <laughs> this was a collection of intelligence judgment. It was relied on by the harbor prior to administration and the other world leaders in Congress. Are you okay, dude? What are, what's wrong with you, man? Are you all right, man? Jesus Christ. I'm fine, man. He starts slowing down. He starts on on Congress. What the fuck? It's for dramatic effect. Holy crap. Okay? You fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> Former North Carolina Senator and Democrat Vice President. <laughs> John Edwards. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you say Democrat? <laughs> Democratic? I don't know. I might have. Are they cra- demi-crappers? God damn it, this is important. <laughs> Had I known at this time, I would never have <laughs> voted for the war, Edwards wrote. Senior <laughs> Senator. <laughs> John Edwards wrote in a Washington Post editorial column today that his vote in favor of an October 2002 joint resolution authorizing the use of U.S. armed forces against Iraq, it was based on, quote, John, inaccuracy, intelligence. Had I known at this time, I would never have voted for the war, Edwards wrote. Well, the senator, Jay Rockefeller, <laughs> also blamed faulty intelligence for his vote. I would never have voted yes if I had known what I had known today. <laughs> the senator said. <laughs> mm. Whoa. Wow. 
<laughs> you know what we gotta do? We gotta stop this right now. <laughs> Who's gonna listen to this? <laughs> Who's gonna listen to this? <laughs> That's good. That was it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, we got to stop. I can't go on. No, we can't. <laughs> no, I can't. What? What? I can't go on. You can't go on to do what? <laughs> All right, let me try to go on. <laughs> a 37-year-old Saratoga Springs man is accused of putting a roasted chicken in his pants. As a means to steal it on Tuesday evening at the Price Chopper on Railroad Place. John. So that's one way to stuff a cock in your pants. <laughs> oh, no. John Moore on hand of 6B Make Your Own Way was charged with petty larceny. Mr. <laughs> <Mystery>. yeah, bitch! <laughs> 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 you alright, that's, that's a very funny job. <laughs> Come on, Phil. <laughs> Wrap it up. Phil, <laughs> Well, thank you, Scott. I try. I think I have a contact high. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have some barbecue chips? <laughs> All right, then. Next story. <laughs> or did I even finish the last one? <laughs> I don't think I did. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> How about this one? Okay, that, I picked that one. Who's next? You're next. Pick a tune. Remember this one? I do. See the stones. <laughs> See the stones twist in your side. Yes. <laughs> so fake. On a bed of nails, a bitch, she makes me wait. <laughs> and a sound. Uh, and a sound on the streets of shore. And a hell. Now. And all she wants is. Why with or without you? With or without you? I can't live with or without you. Sound, a twist of fate. Instead of nails, bitch, she makes me wait. <laughs> oh yes, and I'm all the streaming, streaming, streaming. I don't even know what it's all for. With or without you, with or without you. Classic, man. Remember that? Oh no doubt. That was in. Uh, was that in Dan's basement? 
No, it was at my house. Was it your house? Yeah. My oh, in displays. townhouse. Yeah. In the townhouse, the neighbors could hear everything. <laughs> what was the one song we did for the movie? Um, Which movie? Uh, the Knack song. Oh, uh, Good Girls Don't. Right. Right. The Good movie. Girls Don't. Speaking of Araby, John. Yeah. Araby. It's on YouTube. You're right. Type in Araby and look for the black and white All one. Right. I'm going to do that right now. See if we can get any new comments. Now, actually, this tune features Marty on guitar as well. That's right. With you on guitar and Phil on bass and me on drums. And you're singing. A CD together, you know? Yeah, I know. Edit that, remember? I remember. So here's some of the comments of yeah. the Araby video. Ready, John? Yeah. What the fuck is this artless shit? <laughs> Maybe if you put the same amount of effort you put into editing into actually making it somewhat entertaining, yeah. it would not be the heaping, steaming pile of filth it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's another one. Poor old James, because it was based on a short story by James Joyce. Now I see Johnny Knoxville in the role of Leopold Bloom in some future uh, adaption. Won't be surprised. Indeed, he's to be rolling or either digging deeper in his grave. Um, Ouch! All right, I did let a little giggle go. Uh, Fuck, fuck, Takinobi something. Indubiously, this is such dribble. Uh, dribble, dribble. <laughs> it's that dribble. Oh, dribble. Oz <laughs> 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 can uh, read. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Fuck this crap, and this is fucking stupid. Those are some of the top comments. Wow. Here's yeah. something from like 28, 30 years ago.
my first time in a recording studio. You know I was 21. For some reason, it's in mono. I don't know why. How about that, huh? It's out of sight. You know any more of your songs? No, no. Here's what I did with Ripper. Yeah. Yeah. That's going way back. It's going way back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking for? What are you I looking know, I for? I found something. I'm intrigued by the title. I have no idea what it is, though. You're scared? No, I'm going to play it. Are you ready? I'm ready. I don't know what it is, but I'm intrigued by the title. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Are we going to call it 220? No, we'll call it... Uh... We'll just say what happened. Okay. I'll let you say that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Shut up, man. Like, it couldn't happen to you. Never. I would never do that. I've seen your videos where you videotape the floor. <laughs> that was Joe. Yeah. Yeah, Joe. It wasn't for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Oh, this seems to be, um, I think I know what it is now. It's uh, It's not a short clip. Yeah. It's a long one. (laughs) (laughs) And we've had guests sing on the show. Yes, we have. Yeah. Your love is like a tidal wave. That would be one Amber. Hey, you the mentioned scene. Amber's moving. Yeah. She's moving. When is that happening? Uh, it's happening um, <clears throat> in July, I think. She actually sent me a text this week, or last week, last week, 
She said uh, in the text, um, she says, yeah, um, hey, hope you're feeling okay. Just wanted to let you know the boyfriend is going to be in town in about three weeks. We would love to see you and Beth uh, and maybe Scott. Come on, she didn't say that. You're adding that on. You and Beth. She excluded me. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) <laughs> and maybe Scott, I guess. <laughs> Miss you guys. And then that big, big Rich, the guy that we played at his birthday party. Yes, he wanted to know if we're still in a band together. He wants us to play his birthday party again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, yeah, I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. Dream maker, love taker, don't you mess around with me, or a heartbreaker, dream maker. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be uh, an amber. An amber. amber. An amber. Good times, man. Good times. It's going on 10 years, John. 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. I think we had like a kangaroo court demo too, didn't we? Did we have one? Kangaroo Court demo? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What like do a, I mean? Like a... Um, uh, weren't we working on a demo or something? <clears throat> I guess so. You were. I wasn't. No, but, you you played bass on, on it, too. A demo? Yeah. Of one song? Or a collection of we songs? We did some songs at the old studio. Studio. Didn't we? Yeah, we did some songs at a real studio. Yes, that's correct. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, I can't find it. Yeah. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Yeah. What, what are you going to do? All right, John, moving on. Yeah. That was fun reminiscing on 275. 275 is kind of a, you know, it's a big <laughs> it's number, a milestone, right? It's a milestone, right? <laughs> <laughs> do you think we'll hit 300? Uh, yeah. What are we going to do for 300, John? I don't know, man. 300. I don't know. That's um, that's crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy, man. <laughs> One of my favorites right here. Come on, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is quality. It's one of my favorite songs ever. <laughs> Hey, this is my first attempt. I got better. But we don't have that on. (laughs) We don't have that recorded. I thought it was awesome. I played it for Joe in the car the night after. I had no idea you could sing so high. You are Getty Lee. Yeah. 
All right, moving on, Sean. What the fuck? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Back to celebrity news, John. Celebrity, celebrity news. news. That's right. I don't know where. Rowan Atkinson, you know who that is? Yeah. Who is he, John? He's uh, he's the, uh, I forget the character he always plays. Mr. Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean, isn't he? Yeah. Mr. Bean? UK regulators are probing him. Do you know why? No. Because he did a sketch on the BBC. And um, he got 2,000 viewer complaints. What? The sketch was part of a last month's annual comic relief special that raises money for poor and disadvantaged people across the UK and Africa. That is one big pile of shit. Atkinson, best known for his Mr. Bean character, portrayed a fictional version of the Archbishop of Canterbury in a sketch. He compared boy band One Direction to Jesus' disciples and said praying doesn't work. The character also told all the audiences that Jesus said love your neighbors, but that doesn't mean shag your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, so they regulators are probing the show, whatever that means, and they didn't disclose further details. So I wonder after they probe the show, and let's say they come to a conclusion that yes, he he did this, then what? Then what happens? I don't know. They kill him. <laughs> they don't say what they'll do after they probe. They just say that they're probing. So Better we'll to, not do it again. I will follow up on this story and see what the outcome of the probing is. Yes, please do. In our last celebrity story, John, uh, have you heard about Reese Witherspoon? No. Oh, Reese yeah. Something about DUI or, or... No, acting psycho. What is it? Well, her, uh, her husband, who's an agent, James Toth, they were arrested and briefly jailed early Friday morning in Georgia after he was pulled over under suspicion of driving while intoxicated. Uh, while he's facing a DUI charge, uh, he was driving in the wrong lane. <laughs> Witherspoon was also arrested on disorderly conduct charge, according to the police report. She was handcuffed after disobeying repeated instructions from the arresting officer with whom she verbally sparred to stay inside the vehicle. Wow. Um, they don't... And I got the wrong article. This article doesn't say what she said. <laughs> oh, no, here it is. So they were pulled over Friday. They're driving a silver 2013 Ford Focus. Yes. Um... So they gave him the sobriety test. Mrs. Witherspoon began to hang out of the window and say that she did not believe that I was a real police officer. I told Mrs. Witherspoon to sit on her butt and be quiet. So then they placed her, tased her husband under arrest. Witherspoon exited the vehicle and was instructed to get back in the car. Uh, she stated... That she was a U.S. citizen, and that she was allowed to stand on American ground. Damn, what her bell be. The officer then detailed how she resisted as he grabbed her arms to arrest as Toth attempted to calm her down. At that point, Miss Witherspoon asked, 
do you know my name? <laughs> I answered, no, I don't need to know your name. I then added, oh, right now, Miss Witherspoon stated, you're about to find out who I am. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> she stated to the arresting officer that you're going to be on national news. <laughs> so are you. Right. You dummy. So, uh, from what I understand, she had some appearances because she's got a movie coming out yeah. on late night television. She canceled all those things because, uh, yeah, you just can't say that. No. You just can't say, do you know who, my name? Do you know who I am? I tried that once. With who? A cop. Really? He grabbed my arm and I said, hey, what are you trying to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you didn't say, do you know who I am? Yeah, I did. And then I and then I said and then he kept talking to me and I said blah 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 blah. You know, after reading the article, it's not as bad as face. yeah is is your perception of hearing about this story. Yeah, it's not that bad. I can understand it. I mean, they were both drunk. What I don't understand is they seem they would seem to have a lot of money, right? And they would recognize at some point they're both drunk. Like the the night I had a, an issue at your house, John. And I'm like, dude, I can't drive. You got to drive. And yeah. you're like, I can't right. drive. <laughs> right. And you went and you had your we wife had drive sets. me home. Yeah. Uh, what's wrong with them? Why can't they figure out that neither of them can drive and just get a limo or get somebody to drive yeah. them? I don't know. Right. People. What do I know? <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of Cheech and Chong on the uh, comedy channel. How about you? You ever listen to that? I heard him last week on our show. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. This is crazy. Cheech and they've John. They've been on the, they've been on the, um, on the comedy channel. Am I driving okay? I think we're parked, man. <laughs> Put it down, man. Get rid of it, man. Oh, shit. What the border, man. Shit. Oh, look at it. Hey, get rid of it. Not that way, man. Throw it out. Throw it out. This is Toyota Kawasaki. You're at the Mexican-United States border, where a huge task force of narcotic custom agents is preparing... Yeah. Let's go. Wait, this is the best slide. Check this out. Ready? Ready. Good afternoon, sisters. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How long have you been in Mexico? Okay, just be cool. How long have you guys been in Mexico? A week. I mean, they did that day. Which one is it, a week or a day? A weekday. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best, man. <laughs> Wait, one more time, all right? One more time, one more time. Here we go. Okay, just be cool. How long you guys been in Mexico? A week. I mean, they did that day. Which one is it, a week or a day? A weekday. 
Oh my god! I, I those movies are great, great. I don't think I've ever seen the movies. No, no. Oh, I've seen every single one of them. Uh, a friend of mine took me to like a midnight showing of one, and I had to see every one after that. The Corsican Brothers, Up in Smoke. Uh, what was the other ones? There was a couple other ones. Up in Smoke is great. That's from uh, Up in Smoke. (laughs) (laughs) A week. A a day. Which is it? A week or a day? A weekday. (laughs) Hey, man. I'm Pedro the Give. Let me see your license. Isn't there on the back of the bumper, man? (laughs) All right, man. Moving on. Yeah. We got some uh, science? Hey, not science. I don't know what to call this. It's Pat Robertson. We file this under religion. Religion. Um. Yes. So Pat is going to answer a question. I think Lori turned us on to this clip on our Facebook page. Um. I only listened to half of it. So I, I get to hear the second Dear Pat, half right I now. want to ask for your opinion. Is it safe for a Christian to enjoy video games that have magic in them if the person playing the games is not practicing the magic? Um, I, I think, you know, the idea is not how close can I get to danger, <laughs> but uh, how far away can I stay from it? I don't know what game you're talking about. I know there's one called Dungeons and Dragons that literally destroyed people's lives. I mean, they got into this thing and they were almost, it was like demonic. Um, I don't know what game you're talking about, but if it's based on magic and the occult and that sort of thing, stay away from it. Yeah. There, there are the other occult. games you can play, but don't, don't get into that. You see, is it wrong or not wrong? I, I just think that uh, we you should flee off. from evil, yeah. period. Yeah. Flee from evil, John, period. (laughs) That was it. That's our theme music for church, for religion. That's the latest from Pat. Pat Robertson. Who my mother gives money to. Oh, my God. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <sighs> why we need to start a church. Yeah. Tax exempt. We no just. I, I think we can interpret the Bible cl- more cleverly than other people do. And, um, yeah, just take it from there. And then we could have our people that uh, give us money. Docking? Come on! Write in and ask us questions right. about playing right. video games with magic in them, <laughs> and we can answer the question. By Elmer Fudd. <laughs> well, uh, I keep waiting for him to say he's hunting for bunny wabbits. Well, the idea here is that uh, you want to stay away from demonic stuff. The occult. The occult. <laughs> the occult. I had an idea uh, how old is he, Pat Robertson? Like 400? <laughs> he is 700. 700 Club, right? I don't know. Oh, shit. It's He's been doing be. that for fucking ever. Jesus. 
Hey man, here's one thing I did this week. So, so we, uh, you know, this whole thing with the Boston Marathon. He's 83. Fucking terrible tragedy, right? Yeah, yeah, and those two jamokes. Yeah. So, um, Friday, you know, we're all, everybody's following the story online and they're trying to get this, the other one. They already shot the, first bomber the older brother and then they're tr- they're looking for the other one and right as i pull in the driveway uh they find him he's in a uh, back of a boat i mean literally i'm driving home uh rumor the word has it they're lifting the uh curfew or whatever they're they're letting people out of their homes uh, you know, this might not be a good idea, but they want to just let them go about their business. And within 30 minutes of that happening, some guy goes out to have a cigarette and notices blood on his boat and opens the tarp and there's the kid. So they, I just pull in the driveway. The wife's like, you want to go to dinner? Let's go to Harry Carey's. They got TVs there. So we go there, we make them turn on the coverage of catching this guy. And uh, they shot him up pretty good, and uh, uh, and then he finally surrendered. And they got him into custody. But what the fuck? Did you watch that? And then the explosion of the the fertilizer plant, did we cover that? No, or, no. That was after, right? That was... I think that was after, yeah. Um, and it turns out, uh, who's the governor down there in Texas? Rick Perry, yeah. right? Who was running for president. Yeah. And uh, his his motto is, we don't have regulations, yeah. so come down here. Bring and, your companies down here, because we, we don't give a shit what you do, because yeah. we have no regulations. Bring and then them this down is what here happens. and then blow them up and kill everyone. Yeah. Yeah, fucking idiots. And then they solved the terror plot in Canada, I read and heard on the radio. And one of the ways they they did it was when they found out these guys were possibly going to perform some bombings, they, like, bugged their phones, found out when they were away, went into their apartment and swapped out the... Uh, this one of their tactics is to swap out the the uh, motherboards of these bombs, these little cards. So they put these dummy wired cards in there so that these guys can go carry out the mission, but the bombs don't blow up so they could catch them in the act. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's total, like, spy shit, man. Mm-hmm. Go in there, swap out the card. It's It's total mission impossible. And and that's how they caught these. I don't know for sure the whole story, but that's one of the ways I heard that they use as a tactic. Um, police work, Scott. You know, police work. Right on. And the guy that identified the the one bomber was the guy that got both legs blown off. He's like, I saw him. I saw right in his face. Here's what he looks like, and that narrowed it. They they caught him in so, so quickly. I thought that was great. Well, they they they're not that bright. I mean, they're obviously. Um, I can't find the article, but there's like ten things that um, they did wrong. But it, it, they're not well thought out, and it's 
it's really uh, the the one guy who seems to be the ringleader, the older brother, yeah, whose idea it was. He's dead, so we'll never really find out what the motivation was. So they got the younger brother. He's still alive. Um, but I, I, I've never had an older brother. But I would assume if you had an older brother, they're very they're very influential. Yeah, and if you're 19, you're kind of dumb, and uh, I would figure you can be easily influenced. Um. Rush Limbaugh, I heard him today, and he said the reason that they did this is because of the liberal professors that they listened to at Cambridge <laughs> that hate America. That's why. That's why. You couple that with this Muslim religion. He's a fucking genius. And that's why they did it. And the other, he kept going on about liberals want to know why, want to know why. We don't need to know why. We just, we found him, now let's kill him. Uh, it was his message. But you have to know why, So because it's it's either a proactive or a reactive approach. So do you want to figure out why and what the motivation was so you can try to prevent that in the future? Or do you want to take away all of our rights yeah. uh, so that we can monitor everybody 24-7 exactly. uh, before it it happens well no they this is this is how smart rush limbaugh is he and other people i've seen on the on the facebook there scott uh talking about oh yeah we got to do background checks uh to make sure there's no immigrants trying to vote but no there's no way we're doing background checks if you want a gun oh anybody can have one go to a gun show be an uh, illegal immigrant, be a fucking criminal, and pick up all the guns you want. But you better not fucking vote. Let me tell you this. Yeah. I know our my rights. Unfucking believable. And it turns out this guy he drove around in a, a Mercedes Benz, and they think he was on welfare or something. It doesn't say he had a job. Um. Well, that's what Rush wants to know. He hated everybody, but he Where took, did he get yeah. the money? Uh, it says something here that he start, He was taking money. The news raises questions over whether uh, Sarniev finances radicalization on taxpayer money. Because he didn't have a job. And he was a boxer. And he was so tough, he had to beat up his girlfriend. And somebody was saying, yeah, he was a, he was brutal in the ring, but he had no heart. If he was losing, he'd quit. So he's a fucking coward. And um, uh, another story I read was a bunch of people were t- t- twittering back and forth, t- tweeting. And they were talking about, hey, I knew this guy. I knew this guy. You know, there was a guy at the gym that we worked out with that he was friends with. And three of them. And they all wound up with their throats cut, and they never caught the guy who did it. And now we're thinking it's this guy that did it. Because he never showed up for the funeral or the wake or anything. And the three guys that were killed... um. They uh, they all knew him, and there was no forced entry. 
so they're linking him to possibly this unsolved triple murder from 2011. The older brother? Yeah. Wow. Marathon bombing suspect Tamerlan Tsarnev, who was pronounced dead early Friday after a shootout with police, was a friend of one of the three men found dead in an apartment in Waltham on September 12, 2011. Their necks slit and their bodies reportedly covered with marijuana. Tsarnev and his murdered friend, Brendan Mess, were both boxers. So now they're thinking wait, I mean, he might have been the guy because, you know, he was following Islam and he was clean living, no sm- smoking the weed. That's why he worked out at this one boxing place because uh, they didn't swear, they're, you know, the foul language and, and you know, they reported that they were no drunks or anything like that. But then he quit going there after that happened and then he came back and started acting like it was a badass, and he got kicked out of there. This guy was a real fucking wacko. Talk about red flags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This kid, he's got to come clean, man. It's fucked up. That is. So, why? Why did they exactly. do it? Exactly. It's not a whodunit anymore. It's Why? Why? Yeah, they they don't seem very well thought out. No. These two guys. And the thing is, I get so confused because you see these videos and you see one bomb go off and then the other bomb. But it seems like you only see the carnage from the one bomb. The other bomb didn't do anything? Yeah, it seemed like a dud. I, was it? And who left which bomb? I don't know. You know? I don't it's, know. Uh, it's all uh, confusing to me. Anyway, fuck those guys. Douchebags. Yeah. Hold on, let me get the door. Oh, shit. You getting it? Yeah, I ain't getting it. He doesn't even say hi. All right, I'm back. He doesn't got time to mess around. Hello? Hello? Phil, you ready? Of course, John. I'm always ready. You got to say something. Put your cans on. I've got my cans on. I know how this works. (laughs) It's episode 275, John. I can't see you. A long dive. What's your award-winning TTN News? Phil McCracken Whitcomb. Thank you, sir. A man accused of being asleep at the wheel claimed his brother was driving. Deputies responded to a report of suspicious vehicle in the middle of Brayton in intersection at 145 on Saturday, according to the arrest affidavit. When deputies arrived, they observed the man later identified as Enrique Borrere Morales, asleep at the wheel of his silver Hyundai. With the motor running and the gear in drive while the traffic lights cycled through multiple sets of lights. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let me try. Yes, this will work very much better. There you go. <laughs> what? 
Phil brought a laptop. He's oh. not uh, usually has paper. He's got a laptop. Now. That's right, Scott. I've uh, I'm getting into the 21st century with a laptop, saving some trees, if you will. Back to the story. A deputy then entered the passenger side of the car and put the vehicle in park, and then woke the 31 year old up. Barbara Barbara Morales woke up and told deputies that he was not driving, and his brother was driving. Deputies explained to Barbara Morales that he was the sole <laughs> occupant of the car and was sitting in the driver's seat with the motor running and his foot on the brake. Deputies detected, no surprise here, a smell of booze on the man who allegedly admitted to having a couple of beers. <laughs> Barrera Morales later reportedly blew a .16, then a .159 on the breath <laughs> alcohol test. Next story, John. <laughs> Let's try to find my Jameson Bushy, man. <laughs> New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Are you familiar with him, John? Yeah. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie claims his favorite cartoon as a four year old was Scooby Doo. However, Scooby Doo did not premiere until 1969 when he was seven. <laughs> Rot roll. <laughs> Next story, John. <laughs> Tara Reid, John. Are you familiar with Tara Reid? She yeah, was in that outstanding movie. Weird Nipples, Tara Reid. Van Wilder. Do you remember that? Tara right. Reid. Tara Reid is in the news for, this is a TTN quiz, John. She's in the news for, A, writing and directing a film that is already getting Oscar buzz. B, opening an orphanage in Ecuador. Or C, getting drunk and demanding a discount at a clothing store in L.A. I got it. Which one is it, John? Ecuador. That is incorrect. Tara Reid is allegedly it. to have had a meltdown in an L.A. clothes shop because they refused to give her a discount. The American Pie actress is said to have started shouting at the shop assistants at the All Saints store of Robertson Boulevard, where they told her she had to pay full price. <laughs> she is alleged to have demanded a discount, claiming she deserved it because of her fame. An eyewitness told a reputable U.S. newspaper... I'm sorry, a reputable. <laughs> she was screaming. She it's had to be reputable. escorted out of security. She seemed drunk. An eyewitness said that. A 37-year-old <laughs> actress had been shopping for an outfit for the Coachella Festival when the altercation is alleged to have taken place. Tara's rep defended her entitlement to a discount, saying she's a walking billboard for the brand and denied claims she was drunk. The spokesman said... Tara gets a huge discount on All Saints in the UK and Paris because she's a walking billboard for them. She gets photographed, so they give her huge hookups. We told them we get a discount. They said they'd email the press team. She was definitely not drunk. People love to say Tara's hammered and this and that and whatever. Whoever is saying that is not on Tara's team. No. Next story, John. Fuckers. A naked man who led police on a 25-kilometer pursuit before assaulting an officer with a pipe and a vacuum cleaner has been jailed for 12 months, John. Michael Scott, 47, pleaded guilty in Ballarat Magistrate Court yesterday to more than 20 charges, including dangerous driving, failing to pull over, and assault with a weapon. The court heard the Attendale man was intercepted by police on the Sonorisi Highway near Learmouth. 
Learmonth. On February 13th this year, after police recorded him traveling 155 kilometers an hour in a 100-kilometer-an-hour zone. <laughs> when, they told, when told by police that his car would be immediately impounded, Scott drove off from the police and continued to this lead them Scott. through Learmouth and then Ballarat. Before finally pulling over in a car park of the Seven Stool Pool <laughs> McDonald's restaurant. That's a mouthful. Police prosecutor, senior constable Peppy Brown, said the man was naked while driving and wielding a pipe of a vacuum cleaner. Senior Constable Brown said at one point Scott waved a pipe of the vacuum cleaner out of the sunroof of his BMW said Brian. sarong <laughs> 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 so he was wearing had fallen off when it snagged on the handbrake. When the man pulled over in Sebastopol, he struck a male officer with a vacuum cleaner pipe. He was finally subdued <laughs> with capsicum spray ah uh, what capsicum no spray <laughs> scott's defense lawyer john Irwin said his client who earns money busking do you know what that is john busking no oh, that's playing the I, guitar i know what it and is singing it's shocking <laughs> and in the past use a vacuum cleaner pipe as a musical instrument mr Irwin said scott had significant mental issues at the time of the offense and he had been on the cusp of a manic episode. Next story's on. Nice. Here's a heartwarming story about a mother <laughs> of the year candidate spending some quality time with her sons, John. A Long Island, New York woman bought a BB gun, then drove her two children and another boy around and had them shoot out parked cars. Susan Becker, 43, of East Southport, was arrested Friday. Police said there were more than 60 reports of damage to car windows in the Islandia, Hoopa Page, and Cormac areas of the past two weeks. Police say Becker's 13-year-old son and 15-year-old daughter and another 15-year-old boy were involved. Becker is facing several charges, including endangering the welfare of a child. Jesus. News of her arrest came as a shock to one neighbor. <laughs> Susan is a great mom. She's a great neighbor. She's always been there to help everybody, said neighbor Susan Morelli, a very all-American typical mom. Susan the Italian. I just can't say enough, Morelli said. There must be some explanation that we don't know about. She just wouldn't do something like that. What town is this? <laughs> this is in New York. Joe. Okay. <laughs> Next and last story. There's so many of those rednecks. This one's out of Florida. Our last story. A Sarasota County Sheriff's Office has arrested an Illinois man after they say he exposed himself to teenage girls swimming at a Sisiesta Key Beach. On Thursday, around 2.30 p.m., a Sarasota County lifeguard alerted deputies to a 69-year-old Tom Petcher of Hillsboro, Illinois, after two 14-year-old girls said that he had his swim trunks around his ankles and tried to brush one of the girls' legs with his buttocks. As the girls moved away from him, Fletcher floated on his back with his genitalia exposed. <laughs> <laughs> he continued this activity. When deputies confronted him, and he quickly walked toward the parking lot to try to avoid being detained. He was arrested and charged with two counts of lewd and lascivious exhibition. And that's the news, John. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. I'm Phil McCracken Wickham. 
with Total Talk Dancers. All right. Bye-bye now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened uh, <laughs> He opened the door, and he just kept walking. And then closed the force it, of his walk just closed it back, behind him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he tried to say goodbye, but I don't know. Maybe he tripped or something. Hey, the since we were going through down memory lane, how yes. about this one? really is tragic about that so old badger man's bunghole <laughs> called our show left a message and we, and we never, never called helped. back we never lifted a finger to help old badger man's bunghole <laughs> to have old badger man stop poor. shoving cock up his ass <laughs> poor old badger man's bunghole it's classic some classic classic Oh, my God. Well, you know what that sound is, Scott? Right? That's right. <laughs> it's in the 275 in, in the, the can. can. Comes to a yeah. close. I made it. I made it through it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, until next week, uh, I guess that's it for tonight. That's right, John. When do you think we'll hit 300? Do you think it'll be in 2004? 15, 2014. Well, I'm probably 251 years away from hitting 300, but yeah. Oh, you mean the show? Yeah, the show episodes. We got 25 more to go before 300. Oh, it'll be next year. 2014? Right? We'll see. Yeah. Why? Are you? Are you? T- what do you want to say? You want to say it's <laughs> over? No, I'm not saying that. Not at all. Why would I say that? We gotta get some bits going again. Yeah. Some shit. Some more time. We know uh, God hasn't been here in a while. Right. Either is Satan, Satan or. And yeah. um, the last idea we had for a bit was we were gonna take the time machine back to when they were coming up with the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll have to there you resurrect go. that, John, there if you, you will. Yes. If you will. Yeah. Right we haven't from had, the when was the last time we had the time machine out? Yeah. For crying out loud. It's been a while. They got to take it to the shop. 
needs a tire rotation. All right, that's it for this week. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say goodnight, Scott. Goodnight, Scott. You're listening to John and Scott. A total talk nonsense.